0: Welcome to Who New. We are fans of the current series of Doctor Who, and here we discuss our likes, dislikes, and insights of this modern regeneration of the show. Today's episode is The Girl in the Fireplace, Season 2, Episode 4. Nothing much happens this episode, so this will be a short one. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing important. Mechanical men travel through time for a young girl, but she's not ready yet. This episode was written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Euros Lin. It first aired on the 6th of May, 2006, and it had 7.9 million viewers. Let's go around and introduce ourselves.
1: Hi, this is Brian. Hi,
2: this is Auburn.
3: Hi, this is Kelsey. Arlene.
1: Josh. Frank. And this is Eugene. Another full house.
0: Yay. The Palace of Versailles is under siege. A beautiful young woman tells her lover King Louis the 15th to leave the palace and go to his queen. She says that a man promised to come for her and she, and she will be all right. She bends down to the fireplace and asks, "Are you there? I need you now. You promised, doctor. Doctor."
1: Cue credits. <laughs>
4: I love this cold open. It's, it's a good one. Uh, it's really good. good. The, this and the last show too. They're starting off like right away with action. Something's yeah. already happening. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: I like the the beginning of this. Uh, the star field till down. Very Star Warsy, yes. right? Yeah. And then when we get to the spaceship, yeah. it's the other way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I like that too. <laughs> oh, I, to I didn't notice.
5: <laughs> I did like
1: how it was out in space, and then you when you pan down, it's. History. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we're not in the future. It's not a science fiction story, sort of, but it's, you know, Versailles. Mm-hmm. So the TARDIS arrives on a seemingly abandoned spaceship in the 51st century. And yes, this is the same episode. The Doctor, <laughs> Rose, and Mickey begin to look around and notice a lot of jerry-rigging has been done. The spaceship is also running on full power, but they are not moving. So where is that power going? They find an 18th century French wall with a working fireplace. The doctor crouches down and sees through the fireplace to another room with a young girl named Renette. She tells him that it is the year 1727 and that she is in Paris. They have a nice chat and bid each other farewell. And the doctor realizes that the fireplace is a conduit through space and time powered by the spaceship.
6: This is Mickey's first foyer. You know, yes. Really, oh, as right. a companion going on. For a foyer? And... Foyer. Oh, for... No, I'm kidding. What? Step I'm into... Kidding. <laughs> Uh, he's okay. officially starting again. <laughs> this is Mickey's first trip as an official <laughs> companion, and you know, just in awe of everything. And
5: just yeah, how yeah. Goes, wow,
6: everything looks so real. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Thinking
1: looking out the window, so realistic. And he also notice Rose is happy that he's there. She's up right behind him. She's got her hands on his shoulders. I mean,
6: this is very different from the doctor again. Similar. To Adam, but where she's able to actually enjoy it, going yes, you can because they've had such a you know history between the two of them. But it you is nice to it. see that she's she doesn't have the same attitude as she had at the
1: end of school reunion, right. and this yes. happens Correct. right after that because yeah. well, I think that same was shirt. More Yeah, Mickey's wearing the same shirt. Not that he has a change of clothes, so it could be weeks uh, later. Even right after, no, but he yeah, says I know it this is right my first. After. That's right. Yeah. This is my first. Yeah, and I got a spaceship.
6: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yes. Very good point, right I just I like his enthusiasm on that oh yeah
4: yeah, I think you know and she even in that moment in the other show she was hesitant because of emotional reasons, but once she's there she's just living vicariously through her friend back when she used to get excited about once
2: she got rid of Sarah Jane, and she got
4: rid of Sarah so she's number one again
1: and that little bit where the doctor makes up this long techno babble. I just just didn't want to say magic door. (laughs) After
0: a moment, the doctor locates a switch on the fireplace and it rotates. He is now in the girl's bedroom, but it is dark and she is asleep. She wakes up, startled to find a man in her room, but he calms her down saying that he is the fireplace man she was just talking to. She informs the doctor that their talk was months ago. They hear a tick-tock sound, but the only clock in the room... The clock on the mantle of the fireplace is broken. A mechanical man dressed in period attire and wearing a mask pops out from under her bed. It has traveled from the spaceship and states it wants Renette, but she is incomplete. The doctor tells her not to worry and lures the android to the fireplace where he hits the switch taking himself and the android from her room. Back on the ship, the doctor uses the fire extinguisher to temporarily freeze the clockwork droid. He marvels at its beauty, but the droid uses a short-range teleporter to escape.
4: I like how when he was uh, when he heard the clock, the ticking noise. He noticed the clock was broken. It was like Sherlock Holmes mode, because mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned that it's a lower tone, cl- uh, clicking and some t- bigger t- resonance. Yeah, it has a larger resonance. It was very. Very much like Sherlock Holmes, Stephen Moffat doing a, a Sherlock reference. <laughs> Did you write this episode. He write this episode. Yeah, this is a Stephen Moffat. Did, Stephen Did you Moffat. say Stephen
1: yeah. Moffat in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stephen Moffat wrote this episode. Yeah, feels very. I mean, it's that's just what gonna, I always like about the Doctor. This Dr. is anyway very when, Stephen Moffat <laughs> when he thinks of things we don't think of. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, also, uh, I was just going to say the the great design of the clockwork droids mm-hmm. from their French period piece. uh, masquerade pieces to when he reveals that it's a clockwork. You know, it's like looking at the the insides of, of a clock, yeah, or a watch, or something like that. And I'm every time I see that, I'm like the doctor. It's like you are amazing, <laughs> and I love how the doctor's like, "It would be a crime to take you apart," but I'm going to take you apart.
0: <laughs> and yeah, having something underneath the, your bed is like very. Um, kid like common yeah, yeah. A it's, a, it's fear. a common fear like something underneath your bed i remember
4: yeah it tapped into yeah. a lot of the, well, it, just the weird thing of the two spaces being linked mm-hmm. um the, the the imaginary friend uh, that she'll yeah. mention later but it's still part of that there the childhood the, the scary thing under the bed it, it it had a lot of things all at once and then even in the beginning like you said it was what whatever century france and then 3000 years later
7: <laughs> yeah and yeah. then that mask was pretty scary like, oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah. That was a design because originally it was supposed to be the clockwork face with the
1: hair over it. But they're like, no, put a grin on that thing.
5: <laughs> they did, oh, and it made man. it even better. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic. I love that design. And to Josh's point, it's very much a Stephen Moffat thing to do—to take a common childhood fear and build an entire story around it. You know, the what's in the corner of your eye. You of know, being left alone, empty child. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. And the the girl
6: actress
0: she does a great job up against uh david tennant
6: and Mm -hmm. very well done they also show the character of renette being very composed i mean she's already talked to somebody on the other side of the fireplace and all this going on she's scared but she has still her wits about her she doesn't cower Mm -hmm. no reason to get all freaked out about it (laughs) and i love the uh thing when He's luring the droid over to the fireplace and saying, you know, it's just a nightmare. Don't worry. Everything has nightmares, even these things. And she goes, well, what are they scared of? Me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and just the actress had that little smirk on her face. Yeah. You know, that's great. She just loved that. <laughs> Where it could have been totally fearful, but... It worked. You know, so she has a good character on her, starting already.
1: The doctor tells Rose and Mickey not to go looking for the droid and returns to Renette's room to check on the little girl. When he arrives, a beautiful young woman is in the room, the same woman we saw at the beginning of the episode. She kisses the doctor, a kiss that knocks him for a loop as a footman calls to her. He finds out that she is Renette Poisson, Madame de Pompadour. She leaves, (laughs) and the doctor returns to the spaceship. Um... There's also a little note here that says, cue Brian's history lesson. <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Is that okay? Madame de Pompadour. Yes, you, please. You're cueing
7: your own history lesson? <laughs> well, it was written
1: there. I didn't write it. Oh.
7: History lesson, please.
1: <laughs> okay, so, the, so she's, and I don't know French, so Jeanne Antoinette Poisson. She's Marquise de Pompadour, and she was also known as Madame de Pompadour. She was Louis XV's mistress. She was married... He was married. Everybody knew it. It's just what was done. Everything was fine with it. Uh, Through that, uh, she gained a lot of power. Uh, In fact, the title Marquise de Pompadour was bought for her by, I believe it was by the king, to give her some status. Because she did have a lot of enemies in the court. Everybody had enemies and friends at the same time. Uh, But she was very well read. She was very well educated. Uh, She knew a lot of... Uh, patron, She was a patron of the arts. Uh, she was widely loved. She knew Voltaire. And um, also, just as a bit of trivia, she is the reason why we have the pompadour haircut. Mm. So it's named actually after her.
7: Interesting. Well, isn't, um, didn't he say the doctor said like a good gardener because she redesigned the gardens in Versailles? Wasn't it I
5: something think so. like that? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And also the the Place de la Concorde which I believe is on the Champs-Élysées in Paris. It's a famous building. She designed it.
5: Oh,
7: okay.
1: Yeah. So she was, you know, she...
6: a lot of the look of what we think of as, you know, the French... Quintessential French. Yes. It <laughs> came from her and what we think of as, you know, the high society came from her. Which, you know, she was very inf- influential. She was one of the three most powerful women at the time, along with Catherine the Great of Russia and marie Theresa of Austria. Those three women had a lot of power, a lot of influence. She was friends with the queen. Queen was friends was friends with her. She
1: became a v- official lady in waiting of the queen. And also, um, they were only uh, she was only the the mistress for six years. And then after that, she was an advisor to the king. They weren't together anymore. He had other mistresses. She arranged she, those. Yeah, a lot she those. would arrange a lot of them. But she she wasn't his mistress anymore, and yet she retained power her place, and stature. An apartment in Versailles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, you know, an, it's an amazing story.
7: And it was very common for the king to move in their mistress. Very French. Yeah.
1: A different
0: planet. <laughs> yeah. That's France is a different planet. Yeah. That concludes
6: Brian's Corner.
4: <laughs> Brian's history corner. Why not
6: the kiss that she gives the doctor? And how he reacts to it is very different. Usually that's yeah. the other way around and yeah, he's just absolutely. taking it back. Yeah,
7: Well, it kind of just shows how stunning of a woman she was because he was stunned when he saw her. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, it was, she must have been a woman that anyone who met her fell in love with her. Kind of type thing. Yeah.
1: Yes. And they, I think they, the writers, the production, the director, the actress, they all convey that very quickly yeah, and very really effectively believe
4: the connection in the relationship that the two of them have. And
1: yeah. with the kiss, he doesn't know who she is, Right, and he's stunned by the kiss. He's blown away by the kiss. And then right after that, he figures out who Figured she out. is and he's just head over heels. Cause he's like, wow, this beautiful woman who just kissed me and it was a great kiss is now I know smart, intelligent, powerful, influential, influential, <laughs> You know, and, and it's like and he garden. suddenly realizes, wow, that's the whole package for me.
6: And someone that does go to Sophia Miles, who played the role. She pronounces it Sophia Miles on the, the commentary. She? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's her
0: op-
4: yeah. opinion.
5: <laughs> How dare you pronounce it? Your... <laughs> uh, okay, Josh.
6: <laughs> and Renette is, I think, Little Queen. Little Queen. Is the, yeah. the nickname. Yeah. So Queen Fish.
4: <laughs> yeah, what's on? That was family
1: name. Yeah,
6: <laughs> little queen fish. Little queen
4: fish. I like That's a, what we'll call her.
0: <laughs> I like uh the music cue. Her her theme is on the the yeah. the, uh, the CD, the soundtrack you can buy. It's oh, really, really? Yeah, it's really cool, and it reminds me a lot of the Father's Day theme that they. There's play. melancholy in it. Yeah, yeah, and sort of roses theme in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I like how they use it throughout this episode. The doctor is not surprised, but nonetheless miffed that Rose and Mickey have left to find the droid. As he searches the ship for them, he comes across a white horse and shed doors. (laughs) He goes through the doors and is back in France on the grounds of an estate. He sees Renette with a friend and watches from afar as they discuss her becoming the king's courtesan.
2: Did we already have the mind meld?
6: No. 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 Okay. Rewind. Soon to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing, we're not really talking a lot about this episode, like in some others, and that's why you kind of kept reading, because we were all watching it. It's yeah. like we, we were taking the notes. Where, we were I did taking not take very many notes on it. Because, because we just really get captivated by this episode. Yeah.
0: I mean, this episode moves very lightning fast. It's just, you're just in it, but then it, it it's not a bad thing. Like. Some other well, and there's things. so
2: many locations and things to keep track of. I think and they mm-hmm. do a good job bouncing back and forth. But like uh, the last episode, uh, school reunion, we're in one location. You know, it's much more of a character study, so mm-hmm. I think it's a lot easier to to really grasp and say, oh wow, that's really great, or mm-hmm. well that's weird. Where this, yeah, like you said, it just keeps moving. It's just a,
0: it's really driving. Like it just moves and keeps going.
6: One bit I liked in this scene was Mickey doing his best Jim Kirk. Kind of rolling oh, roll around, around with the guy, <laughs> yeah. jumping around somewhere else. Like so the you're tur- a lot of fun yeah. with this, and those aren't the regular fire extinguishers we're used to. They're yeah, they're, they're space definitely doing more with a cold, freezing aspect of it.
0: I, I like how when Rose says we shouldn't leave, and then he he gets it that we should leave the The right. look of joy on his face as he's giddily running to get the mm-hmm. fire extinguisher is great. His <laughs> whole body was in there. Yeah.
7: <laughs> well, I feel like it gives him that opportunity to be in the video games that he plays.
5: Yeah. Because right. oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. he's
7: wearing the t-shirt Know Your Roots, know Your Roots right. and it's the Nintendo controller, so it's like now he gets to be in yeah. the video game, and he's holding that cool space AG gun and... <laughs>
0: And rolling around on a yeah. spaceship. So yeah, so
7: he's just doing, making the best of it.
4: Yeah, is he the only companion that was ever a murder suspect? Maybe, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I have no just a thought.
7: But I don't recall when was he a murder <laughs> suspect. Everyone thought he or killed Rose. Rose. Oh yeah, a and year came later. Back
4: and, uh, a year
1: later. Lila was pretty quick with a knife in her day. Yeah, but she was never <laughs> accused. It was not like a wrong thing to do. <laughs>
5: That's right. Her,
1: her, her planet didn't have courts. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the, the the scene the scene where he's looking at the garden. uh uh-huh. And she's talking about becoming the king's uh, courtesan. It, that, it's a tiny little scene. It's really quick, but it, it does a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it explains what she's doing it explains that they're moving through time easily very quickly yeah. and also it's great character for her because she sees him she keeps she knows he's there yeah, she, keeps, the turning, so? she, oh, she keeps turning, turning back. Well, she, she, keeps, she, she keeps turning around and i think when she turns back she's got a knowing look on her face like she might I'm not maybe. have seen his face but to me i play it as she knows he's there and he's watching her
4: i kind of like that it was a glimpse into her because that's the only time we see her when he when what when her he life is him. like when he's not involved. Yes. So yeah, like that's, that's her good. daily life. We see that she's having a life and part of her life is always thinking he's around the corner. It's, so it's that, hard that work becoming hard. a mistress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey and Rose come across parts
1: of the ship that have been replaced with human parts. A surveillance camera now has a human eyeball for a lens. A heart has replaced a pump for mechanical fluids.
5: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like Sunday
1: <laughs> roast. <laughs> They come across a two-way mirror showing them 18th century France as the doctor meets up with them. These portholes are all over the ship and each randomly coordinates with a different time in Renette's life. This one is showing the night she met the king. After King Louis leaves, a clockwork droid approaches her and the doctor, Rose, and Mickey enter through the mirror. The doctor freezes this droid like he did the first. As they question it, the droid will only respond to Renette. It tells her that it is a repair droid, and after an ion storm, it did not have the parts to fix the ship. It had to complete its programming, so it used the crew as parts. It needs one more part, and it looks at Renette. She is still incomplete. The droids keep opening time windows in an attempt to find her when she is complete. Renette, in disgust, tells it to get out, and following orders, it teleports away. I
0: like this part with um, they're talking about the parts and like this is a machine looking at another machine trying to fix this thing. And then Mickey, having been like a mechanic, is like, oh, it's always to the parts. I think that's cool. That's like it goes back to him. And now he's like kind of empathetic with the situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a
1: realistic dilemma. (laughs) There's a few little things here that are nice. Uh, Rose says, oh, wow, she's Camilla. Yeah. (laughs) So that's very funny and clever. Um, Camilla is Charles's mistress. Oh yeah. Camilla. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, his long time. Right. 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 Companion. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <Cartesan>. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, so that's a nice little bit. And then, um, oh, you're not going to keep the horse. I let you keep Mickey. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So that's very funny. And he names the hor- horse, horse Arthur. Arthur. It's a good name for a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the one other thing too, is that again, this is another example. We had a little bit of it with school reunion where Mickey is just in heaven going. The doctor, he has a past, you know, he has, <laughs> got de Pompadour. he's got Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Well, he, he said her name was Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's not the perfect thing that Rose, describes him as Mm -hmm. and i I, love that he loves he's just like you know i don't think he's he looks any less at the doctor
4: probably even thinks more highly of him but it's just kind of like well now that he's on the (laughs) adventures himself it's no more imagining it's like thinking what your ex-girlfriend's doing with her boyfriend and where they live and all this stuff he's actually there now and he sees oh uh, this isn't that big of a deal anywhere or he starts to see the kinks
5: Mm-hmm.
7: I think he's just having fun now Like yeah. when the yeah. the eyeball's looking at him He's like, are you looking at me? Yeah. And then he's holding <laughs> oh, the yeah, yeah, big yeah, yeah. extinguisher yeah. So I'm like, okay, this, that's kind of funny And, and then he
1: zooms in and he does a little yelp yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he is having a lot of
6: fun Which is great to yeah. see Are the magic doors, portals Locked on her time? Cause I the... think so the fireplace is the one that seems not to be yeah. at a stable location or in time. I think
4: they're search. They're basically well, didn't come. it's a plot point. If you want to keep reading,
5: uh, I think they're they're searching s-
4: for a specific time. Yeah.
1: Should we say that? We'll say that. I okay. do think that the portals are locked to a specific period in her life. Not not mainly, you know, not like a day. It might be. Oh, this is when she's twenty three. 'Cause that changes with the fireplace. Yeah. The fireplace is the oh, one no, that's think, odd of the But also portal. he
4: says even in the even in go- the
1: beginning he says no. there's a loose connection with the fireplace. Uh, yeah.
4: I would think that they're all they're all at a fixed point geographically in her life, but they're probably all just cycling through the days. Mm. So if he went in and out of where a mirror was, time would have passed. If he went in and out where another window was, time would have passed. Like if he went if he left and then came back two minutes his time to that when he was hiding behind the planter, it wouldn't have been that same day.
1: I agree. Okay. Yeah, but, but it I don't think that would. Plan- I don't think it would have gone years. Well, whatever it would have been. Yeah, I mean, I think no. I mean, I'm thinking there's a certain part where that window to the that
4: window is garden more.
1: Well, that window to the garden, I don't think oh. ever showed her at thirty-seven.
4: Yeah. No. Oh. Well, the. Uh, eh, we don't know. Know, that's something that I
5: wanted a little more <laughs> that's what clarification. I he was saying, well, I was you're looking yeah, at me like I've every, grown a. I every, think every,
4: every portal is searching for that time.
2: So they're all in flux?
4: I
5: think <clears> it is that. Yeah. Well,
6: the <laughs> fireplace is near the main control area of the ship. The other ones are all over different places. Maybe once they actually lock in, they can lock it down to that time period to go investigate and see if that's the right one. No, oh, that could be. And maybe they didn't get a chance. He was there with the fireplace to see if this was the correct time, but the doctor interrupted, so it's still fluctuating trying to find the time. And see, I, Ooh, I just thought it, of
1: that. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I
6: still think it's because he says there's something wrong with the
1: fireplace, even in the beginning of the episode. There's well, yeah. a loose did connection. Say? Loose connection. You, need to, get, loose you connection. need to get a man in. Yeah. yeah. You need to get oh, a man oh, in. Right. That, that's probably <clears what it is. Because I think that fireplace was for her as a little girl. Oh, I okay. see the fireplace as one of the first time windows. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so they just keep but punching
4: it, these time windows and looking for yeah. but and they stay wherever they are. That's how I look at it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
6: But that's just me. I mean, that's just how I look at But doing. I like that it's not
1: set right. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's the fireplace, with it. Yes, the fireplace always had something unique about it.
0: Mm-hmm. The doctor sends Rose and Mickey back to the ship to find and observe the droid, while he stays to find out why the droid only wants Renette. He places his hands on her temples and Vi- Vulcan mind melds with her. <laughs> <laughs> as he walks through her memories, his mind opens to hers as well. She experiences how lonely he is and he breaks the connection. She insists. Well, let's just say that the doctor does indeed dance. Did you guys get that one?
7: uh ha, ha. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was Did supposed to laugh. Sooner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I
0: thought everybody was going to.
5: <laughs> did
0: you get Did you get that one from the Doctor Dances? Yeah. Okay. Yes, just checking.
2: <laughs> so, has that ever been done before? Is that a thing that happened in the Vulcan classic? Crew? Yeah.
1: I think every once in a while the Doctor would do
4: something, something. weird.
2: He just has but these random superpowers that, that fits, fits the, the story.
7: Plot. Yeah. But well,
4: yeah. then she sees he'll, that the Doctor's worried he'll never be as great as Darth Vader.
7: <laughs> it's because, you know, he learned occupancy and <laughs> um,
1: This is where, you know, she sees into his mind And the overriding thing that she sees is loneliness mm-hmm. And also that he was a lonely child yeah. mm. So again, this is the first time Well, not again This is the first time with Stephen Moffat The doctor was lonely as a child Mm-hmm That'll come back. Yeah. You know, he brings that back. He's always talking about how lonely the doctor is. It's a theme with Stephen Moffat. Well, it's, gr-
4: it's a great setup. So, you know, it uses the fact that maybe this woman was something extraordinary to tell us more about our main character. Mm-hmm. And it may, it told it, but it se- almost seems like it's telling us about her because we already know it's it sort of, you know, it's a good writing trick that at first it's like trying to figure out who this woman is and all that stuff. But we end up finding out more about, uh, the doctor. We take that with us into the fr- future episodes. Mm-hmm. It's great. Also, oh sorry,
7: I was just say that she's such a brave woman that she would be able to just like walk in and she's like, mm-hmm. I need to know if you can see me. Like, mm-hmm. I can see you. <laughs>
1: um, also, another thing. I mean, watching this episode now, with so many Stephen Moffat episodes yet to come, you kind of see now. This is a woman who the doctor appears to as a little girl mm-hmm. and then oh, disappears yeah. until, until an adult l- later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was an imaginary friend. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I mean, I don't want to get into no, but where it's, it's coming totally from. Parallel. But at one point she's like, oh, you know, you're the fireplace man. Yeah.
4: Oh, oh, it's so this another is, exactly, this it's is a total precursor. You know, it's, yeah. it's
1: a, it's a nickname, you know, this mm-hmm. is my childhood imaginary friend who I nicknamed fireplace uh. man. Um, you know, so it's like, you do see patterns. I mean, yeah. you get to Stephen Moffat. Uh, and, totally. you know, not that they're bad. This no, is, you no. Know, no this is girl in the fireplace. This, this, this is... one works.
4: <laughs> I, again, I like to see someone juxtapose, like, clips of, yeah. like, the future seasons that we're talking about next <laughs> to instances in this episode. And you brought up, you know, even Dr. Dances. Yeah. You know, it's like, well. Another theme. Or but thing who
1: was. wrote it? Yeah. Stephen yeah. Moffat. You know, so he's. Oh, he did? Yeah. He's yeah. calling back his own episode where it's like, Shirley, you dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> 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 I wanted to go back to that footman that calls
0: for her, Renette. That guy looked like he came out of France in the seventeen hundreds or whatever. He just he looked perfect for that role. <laughs> and then his look, because his look was just like, who
5: is this guy? <laughs> okay.
1: And he had a blue light.
5: <laughs> oh, he did I saw it? I swear it okay. did.
1: Rose and Mickey are captured by the repair droids and tied to surgical beds, but before they are dissected and become parts for the ship. The drunken doctor waltzes in with a wine glass in hand. He tells Rose that the droids are waiting for Renette to be 37 years old, the age of the ship, and therefore, at that time, her brain will be complete and used as a compatible command circuit. He pours the contents of his wine glass into the mechanical droid, shutting it down. He flips the switch and all the other droids power down. Suddenly, a message comes in and reactivates the droids. The right time window has been found, and they all teleport away. When the Doctor is uh, sort of dancing in, he's singing
0: I Could Have Danced All Night from My Fair Lady.
1: Yeah, he's a My Fair Lady
0: <laughs> fan. I think that's great.
4: Who's the My Fair Lady, been the Doctor? Or he yeah, maybe? I Could Have Danced All Night is the song the he's song oh, singing. He just sang, oh, I thought yeah. that was a, a recall to something no, no. in particular. I wanted to point that out.
2: They
7: and did recall. I'll go go ahead. No, you first, please. Like, where did he get sunglasses from?
0: <laughs> he invented them. I don't know.
1: In yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the pocket of a suit,
7: Okay, his pockets are bigger been, on we've the inside. Seen, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we've never I'm seen sure. him wear sunglasses.
0: Yeah.
1: Ever? But I think it's fi- it's perfect with the tie on with his head and uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there. Maybe it's his real glasses are just transition lenses. <laughs> but
7: they were circular. <laughs> yeah, they were very <laughs> very it's, it's, it's a chameleon circuit, <laughs> circuit on his glasses. <laughs>
6: I like that him? he has his tie tied yeah. around his head. It's yeah. You know. Well, he keeps them in his pocket next to the banana.
7: <laughs> yeah, that's See, the I other thing. He had yes. a banana in his pocket, but I do not.
6: believe <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> Well, that's my favorite I, line. Always bring a
4: banana to a party,
1: and that's another Moffat theme oh, from, from, from the re- Doctor Who. Uh, yes, yeah. okay. no, okay. this, no, is, this is from, it's from Eccleston from even. Eccleston, right? yes. Yeah, it's from uh, Eccleston where he, Dr. He, he the Doctor yeah. dances. Yeah, he blows up the gun factory and replaces it with a, a grove, grove of, of banana bananas. trees, that's, that's and right. he has a banana which he switches out the squareness gun. <laughs> you know,
4: so again, Moffat is he he, so he he has his go tos that he being likes. Very meta on his own work.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, do you guys think that the Doctor actually was partying with the French, or when he came on board, he saw everything was happening and then just put together the disguise of that he was just partying? Oh, no, both. 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 I say oh, okay. both.
1: Oh, he partied. Oh, he partied. Okay. He partied. And he danced. <laughs> and he danced. All night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: With I my I, 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 and then he came the, back. I the and
1: feeling he could have danced for more. No, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but that scene is very like Columbo-like, where he's bumbling around, sort of. Right, uh, and then he just goes. <laughs> but oh, Rose yeah, they, was they, not amused. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-oil was kind of funny. She uh, she makes a reference to the oncoming storm. Yes, she does. And that's a callback to season one's parting of the ways, where the Daleks call the Doctor the oncoming storm. Yeah,
6: yeah.
1: Well, because well, she even says, she Do says, "You know that,
6: what the Daleks call him?" Yeah. I do how she says it. It's like, really? That's how you're coming in when I'm trying to build you all up in this <laughs> thing. Yeah, the oncoming storm. Like, we'll drag- better. <laughs> it's like, look at the cat dragged in. Right. The
0: oncoming storm. Be a
6: little more Spock like. <laughs> Just a little Spock.
7: She was. She did not want him to be silly this episode. I agree. And he was, <laughs> a lot, with the horse and right. Right. <laughs> so.
0: Rose finds a time window to Renette when she is 32 years old. She warns her that the droids will come for her sometime after her 37th birthday. Rose tells her that the doctor promises to be there when it happens. Mickey pulls back a tapestry and calls to Rose that they found the right time window. Renette goes through the opening to the ship and hears the screams of her future. She hears her own words calling for the doctor and knows she must go back.
4: I thought this was very interesting that it's another scene where Rose is talking to someone. Yes. Another woman of that time, but this time it's not a commoner. It's always been a commoner in the mm-hmm. past, and now it's an aristocrat, but she still has that very emotional connection with her.
0: Yeah. It's a great scene.
4: There's Also, a lot... that was a bot title, so she really wasn't an aristocrat. Well, <laughs> that's true. Although, if you think about it, every time Rose... Talks well, I, I guess in a way this one, but not so much. Like that every time the Rose does have a poignant conversation with another woman, she ends up dying
5: <laughs> at the end of the episode.
4: Don't
5: talk to Rose. If either of you <laughs> ever find Rose, <laughs> don't just
4: be like, No, I'm okay.
1: There's some good stuff in that.
4: Yes. Oh yeah. It, oh, I like it. she's she, she's very touched by even like you said, like just by meeting this woman, she's very taken by
0: her. It's almost as if she's intimidated because she's kind of, like, slow... Not,
4: like, revealing everything to her, like... You mean Rose, right? Yeah, Rose, like, trying to tell her. Yeah, because usually Rose is the one who's sort of catching other people off guard. This woman is catching Rose Mm -hmm. off guard. Like, she's smarter. She's figuring all this stuff out, like, Mm lickety-split. But she's also... That was a move that she usually had in the open-door room.
1: But I also like the fact that she... She can. She, she kind of sees what's going on Between Renette and the Doctor But she's not jealous
4: this time Yeah, and I think it's because she met her Without, like, she actually mm-hmm. Bonded with her personally. No, I think I see it more as Wow, this
1: woman's perfect For the well, yeah, Doctor Well,
4: yeah, that's sort of what I mean It's like, yeah. it's not just And I also
6: think, too, what she went through with, with the last episode She grew a little bit But also, it's only been half an hour In her own time
7: yeah, I don't think all but all she of sees stuff that has been happening
6: is either between the doctor and Renette that she doesn't see. No, I understand, but last
1: week she instantly right. you know, had a thing with Sarah Jane instantly. The initial right. uh, you know, knee jerk response with Sarah Jane was hostility that right. they got over within half an hour. And this one there that's it the knee jerk reaction isn't there.
7: So I don't think Well, it's going to kind of come up later, but I don't think she's actually thought of it yet because I think in this interaction, Rose is the one that's caught off guard. She's like, how does Renette know all of these things? How is she so in control? How is she talking to me so peacefully? Mm -hmm. And then she leaves and then Renette follows her. You haven't said that yet, but she follows her. And then she says, you know, like I know that heartbreak is like worth it. it's like worth it or what is the actual
1: tolerate action? a world of demons
0: for the sake there's yeah. a co- yeah when they tolerate a world of demons for the sake of an angel
7: yeah,
1: yeah. and um, some great lines in this episode yeah. the doctor is worth the monsters
7: yeah the doctor's worth so she's like you just just like you know like i know so that's when rose gets it after mm-hmm. renette tells her this is what's happening and then later on rose cries not because she's left alone but but well, we'll go on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anything? I mean, this scene just gives us exposition, but in a,
4: in a great
1: in way. In a
0: great way, not like this is an exposition scene. Yeah. Well, at the but, same uh,
4: time, we're seeing character development. Yeah.
0: And she just steps through the tapestry to get onto the spaceship. Oh. It's like, no, we're just. That's what. <laughs> what? That reminded me of um, the Star Trek episode with Mark Twain, where he goes on to the Enterprise, and he's just like. Oh, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
5: Technically what does Mark <laughs> mean? Well,
6: that's
7: how Mark Twain
4: used to talk. Oh,
0: there. and don't
7: forget his both of his hands were up in the air <laughs> shaking side to side With as he was cigar.
1: going. Yeah, let's not talk about that episode. Anyway. Uh, I like that ep- time travel and Star Trek, whatever. Okay. Um we have caught up with the first scene of the show where Versailles is under siege by the repair droids and Renette is at the fireplace calling for the doctor. The droids take Renette to the ballroom. They have locked the doorway so the doctor cannot get through, but he watches as they are about to take her head. The doctor mounts the white horse and crashes through the mirror, destroying the time window along with all connection to the ship, thereby trapping himself in the droids in 18th century France. Knowing they can no longer fulfill their purpose, The droids just shut down. Rose and Mickey are also trapped on the spaceship without the ability to fly the TARDIS.
7: Okay, so this is where I was going to say. So, before the doctor jumps through the The window window or the mirror, whatever it is, um, he says, we can't break it because we'll sever the connection. Mm -hmm. So, he lets her know that, and then he does it anyway. And then Rose cries. Rose cries because not because he left her alone but because she, he chose her
5: or madame pompadour over mad
7: rose the, over rose and she's like because it was either one of them was going to die because without the doctor rose is going to die on the spaceship on her own and i think that's what she's thinking about like he closed off that connection between us
1: okay, i have never thought that before and i need time to think about that that's good <laughs>
0: yeah But I disagree with you. (laughs) While while we're thinking, what I immediately thought after first watching this episode was, like, the doctor will take the key, put it in an envelope, and bury it, (laughs) so that later in the future, Rose can get it and go into the TARDIS and get him back. I was thinking, like, back to the future and all this other stuff, but it didn't work out that
6: way, which is fine. You would need to tell Rose. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, that's what I immediately thought. But the whole idea that he can't use a TARDIS... My reaction is, yeah, right. That's yeah, just I like a story it. plot because they don't know what else to do. They would use the TARDIS in any other storyline. What does he say? They We're part of events that. now? We're, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh, that. Taking the TARDIS. Cool. To,
6: oh. Yes, that was totally, I need, like, I I need a script out real yeah. quick. I mean, he has said it before to Rose, the ninth doctor. He was like, we are here. We could just leave, but things will just go on as the way that they're going, you know, so it's like we could just leave, but that would never came, you know, some of the previous Mm -hmm. episodes, but this one to actually be part of it and get her, he's done that and he will do that (laughs) kind of thing.
5: But I like
6: it. It's really beginning to sink in. See, I still think Rose Mm -hmm. or reason she cried was this happened a lot quicker than I thought it would, Mm -hmm. you know, from the last episode where he's saying we can't be together we can still travel together, be a companion, and have this journey, but we're not going to be together. Wow, well, he left me. That was her whole thing last scene. Well, you're just dropped me someplace. She just said this wasn't going to be that quick. It's the first time.
7: But it's the same thing. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. No,
6: he didn't leave her for another woman. He left.
7: No, he left her for another woman because it's like he jumped in. He sacrificed everything without thinking through a plan like he normally does and just jumped in to save her because it was that moment that she needed Uh, him.
6: And I don't see it that way.
3: I like to think that um, there's a scene that we don't see, obviously, where Mickey, Rose and the doctor all decide together the doctor should jump through the window. We just don't get to see that. Right. It doesn't lessen how how Rose feels at the end of it, but
6: I don't think there I was. Nice I think to, you know what Arlena said before: the doctor knows what's best, so he's going to do it and not have that that scene hesitation. happen. I don't think he's going to confer with him to see, well, what do you think we should do?
5: I also he's think he's going to jump through. I'm not but,
3: saying that that happened. I just said it's right. nice to think that maybe <laughs> that happened, and and I can think that because we didn't see that.
6: No. I mean, he's just going to break the <laughs> <So> time <laughs> lock, so. To me, he was going through it because the droids are there, messing up history and going to kill her when she's not supposed to be killed. It's not going just for uh, Renette. Well, yeah. no, but, but what He's Lee's going because about... to try and fix what's going on. And that's what the but doctor that's does. that's how Rose saw it. It doesn't matter. She, he still did choose...
4: That situation With another woman Over her That's No he, he See, I don't think Frank it was is a, saying That he woman. chose To fix his history But that's not how <laughs> He, Rose he chose. We're not talking About what no, no. okay. <laughs> We're talking Don't But he's talking, No no like, I get his point. Am I right? No, I like, get his you're point. You're talking no, about no, what get... Rose went through, not what he went through in this. And that's why after that,
7: she's sitting there. He's like, Well, how long did you wait? She's like, Five and a half hours. How long have you been? He's like, Okay, always wait for five and a half hours.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's just
7: kind of like she'll be waiting for him. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But that's what she she went through, like turmoil and emotion right. through that moment. So
4: I'd like to say that um, I think both of you are right. But um, because you're talking about what she was feeling and you're talking about what he was feeling or thinking. But, oh my gosh, this is a he said, she yeah, said. <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally. This is what it's like to be in a relationship you for being with a woman. <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: We think differently. Men think this way. I'm not gonna let you just say that and we move on, but you have to learn how to understand
4: what the other person is thinking. Despite your own perspective. (laughs) No, you have to am I wrong? You have to consider the other person's thoughts and feelings besides what you're going through.
5: Mm Yeah, <laughs> The point to that.
6: Rose acted very right. differently. Pro, obviously, you haven't learned that lesson yet. <laughs> oh,
5: no. why, why do you keep talking? Why do you talking? <laughs> anyway, my original point was my and original we are now. Five.
4: <laughs> my original point just was that I think both of you're right on that end, but uh, I think danger always trumps everything else. So this, she was in danger, whereas Rose and Mickey. Nothing was in, they weren't in immediate danger.
5: Mm-hmm. So, uh,
4: story wise, danger always wins.
6: I will think about what you're saying about what Rose is going through because she did act very differently than the last time she was separated from the ninth doctor, where she was doing everything possible to get the TARDIS back to the doctor.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: And Jackie and Mickey helped her by pulling open, you know, thing. And so she didn't do that. She didn't move towards the TARDIS. She didn't move. She she waited she, and she so there might be and looked out the I'll window. I'll have to think about yeah. that because that's not something I had thought of before. What you had said about it really is an through. emotional punch,
5: mm-hmm.
1: even more of an. Emo- you made this episode better. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> wow! I want to watch it again.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, That was good the second time.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Renette wants the doctor to stay, but knows that it is not right that he is trapped in this time. She takes him to her bedroom, to where she has had her old fireplace moved, exactly as it was when they first met. The doctor finds a loose connection that happened um, when it was moved. He fixes the connection and flips the switch, returning him to the spaceship. Through the fireplace, he tells Renette to get ready, for she is coming with them. This is the time,
6: sorry, <laughs> the doctor
4: is an idiot.
5: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: I even wrote, what did I write? Was he that dumb to think it would only be two minutes on her end? After going through the fireplace, seeing that it travels differently in time at that connection. Then
7: again, I think this is how I feel like the doctor has been acting very emotionally Mm -hmm. in these last last couple minutes because he jumps in and then he's talking to her and they're talking about he's going to take the slow road with her. Mm -hmm. And then... She's like, well, no, you're not. She's the one that's being rational. And she's the one that's talking him and making him like, hey, look, this is what I did. She's and great. Then, and then he just runs through. He's like, I'll be back. And then he's just not thinking. He is acting like this emotional puppy that's totally in love with Madame de Pompadour.
1: But I also think there's a part of Amy's making sure that Mickey and um, Rose, Rose are safe. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, he is... Checking in with them. Yeah, but he could have brought her with him. Yes.
6: Yeah, I agree.
7: But he's not hes not thinking. No, he's not thinking that. No, no I, I'm, at I'm,
6: the moment, I'm yeah. agreeing with yeah. you. He's not being rational. But that's also why I'm thinking the other portals, the other you know, magic doors, are more l- linked in time, more stable. mm
5: mm-hmm, Where the fireplace
6: are. is the one that fluctuates and mm-hmm. runs through it at a different time mm-hmm. rate.
5: So
4: were they just opening time holes throughout the ship over the years? Like, well, to? You know what I mean? Like, well, this time hole didn't work. We need to build another one. It wasn't
6: like there were already time holes. No, they were punching them sh- through. And I, for me, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not an expert on time holes. <laughs> but I think they just would show up on different locations on the ship. They didn't plan for it to be in a certain location. And then this one, they send someone through to go check. And that's when they stabilize it. Mm. And I think something with the fireplace went wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that was bugging me for the longest time, that was the biggest plot point, biggest hole, is that the fireplace was offline. So when Renee hurt herself calling for the doctor, that couldn't have happened because the fireplace was, was offline. offline. Mm-hmm. It was not part of it. You
4: don't know it. when it, it went, went offline. offline. You don't know when it went it
6: offline. It went offline because they had <laughs> said did. so. The doctor said when you she moved it, then they had the loose connection and it wasn't hooked up properly. So when she moved it from her old oh. home to this, so... It couldn't have happened, but, but, but listen, finally, I heard this. He, Mickey says that the doctor um, fixed an audio link. So that was only a one way Uh, audio link that he was able to hear, but it wasn't a portal in time. Right. I wasn't able to go through it Uh, at that point. That's how we can rationalize
3: it. We can like this again. (laughs) So if anyone else had that question, you just (laughs) answered it for them.
1: And just a couple, uh, one thing I wanted to say, and, and we got sidetracked Cause Arlene made it better when thank you, Rose, you know, he breaks through the mirror, portal closes. He's on one side, which by the way, I love how he's like, Oh, you're the King of France. I'm the Lord of time. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that a little bit, but he's on one side, Rose is on the other side and and, and no, you know, no spoilers, but it's like, they're on different, they're on opposite sides of the wall and they're disconnected from each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, foreshadowing.
5: Good foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's,
1: there's a little, it's just kind of like, and it, it, it resonates now when she's just standing there and it's like, oh yeah. So sorry if people are watching Dr. Who, (laughs) things go along, but.
3: Yeah, but it's a good argument for rewatching things. Yes. Not things. Oh yeah. Rewatching these Dr. Who Mm -hmm. episodes with like the. The future episodes in mind, me like, ooh, that was set up so long ago. And-, yeah.
4: and I would hear them say things like, "Oh, that's what that is." When originally, mm-hmm. when it first comes on, you don't even know what they're talking about, like Bad Wolf and things like that.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But back to the part where the doctor flips back
0: to <coughs> the 51st me. century. It's like heartbreaking when he says, "Wish me luck," and she says, "No, no right." And he, yeah. oh, and then he's the look on his the face look, changes, and the look on her face. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she it's knew. So good. She knows. Yeah, she, oh, she knew. She knew because she, she she, she knew the whole rationally. time. Yeah,
7: <laughs> because she didn't run back to the fireplace. She right. stood out and looked out the
3: window.
6: <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right.
3: She didn't go pack. Nope. Yeah. She went yeah. right. Well, we don't, know that.
6: <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that.
3: Well, I'm just saying the doctor told her to go pack. Yeah. I'll be back in two minutes.
6: But she knows that you f-
3: would think if
6: no, the she
1: doctor told her to go pick a star. So she went to the window. That's right. He said to go
3: pack. He did. he also said go
1: go pick a star. Yeah. And so she uh, went to the window and looked out.
3: Yeah, but
7: I think she didn't like, she didn't, wasn't in a rush. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know. Star but
1: it was I a sweet to?
3: moment. She yeah. was picking a star. And, and scene, knowing in sadness knowing that sadness. he wouldn't yeah. come yeah. back.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, Totally.
3: This whole scene reminds me of Peter Pan, which I love. Oh, yeah. Like, from um, the star. Do you think she picked the second to the, star to the right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. And then he came back too late, just that's like right. Peter Pan.
5: Mm-hmm. That's
1: right.
3: For Wendy. This episode's just so so
7: sad.
1: (laughs) He meets up with Rose and Mickey and tells them to wait in the TARDIS while he goes back for Renette. He uses the fireplace to return to France where he finds out six years have passed and Renette has died. She has left a letter for him if he were ever to return. He takes the letter and returns to the TARDIS. She writes that she hopes to see him again before she passes. As the TARDIS leaves the spaceship, we see a portrait of Renette. And we also see the name of the ship, the SS Madame du Pompadour.
4: Mm. <laughs> now, does anyone have a theory on that? that, that yes. Was why that was the name of the ship? <coughs> oh, oh, that's just the name of the ship. Wait.
3: Yeah, well, I want to hear theory? a theory of why. Yeah, do you have a theory?
4: <laughs> My theory is that this is an. It started. Uh, we, the, the, the doctor coming in created an alternate timeline. And in, an, in, the, in, in, the, in that ship's timeline, they actually succeeded. And she, her brain actually ran the ship. So she actually was the ship and it was breaking down. So they had to build time holes to go back in time to fix the ship. That's yeah, why no That's why the robots no. listened to her orders earlier on in the episode. No. Because she was in charge.
6: No. <laughs> but in this universe. <laughs> <it's> all right. <laughs> well, d- well, well. well. Okay, well,
4: why were the robots earlier on obeying her commands? Because she was ship. Madame de Pompadour. Because well, the so of what? The, ship. the name she of the, is the, the
1: ship. ship is Madame de Pompadour. The why? robots equated them. Hold on. That was the name. No. Why have, would they have name it?
4: The sh- uh, you see, it's just it's an, an arbitrary. arbitrary. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so if the ship was named uh, The George Washington. The George Washington. The George Washington.
6: Because they need the command center, the brain of the ship, so they're looking for that part what need Okay, their dumb
0: robots, because of the ion storm, screwed their programming up. So then they see Madame de Pompadour all over the ship. So they want to find that person. They don't know any better. That's how I rationalize it. That's
2: why they took apart the crew as well. Right. Um.
0: Yeah. And there is a TARDISODE on this. So you actually do see the crew, if if you're ever curious. There is a what? There's a small promo episode where you see the crew before they get uh, used up as parts. Assimilated. (laughs)
3: Yes, I want to watch that.
0: It's very
6: quick. Mm-hmm. It's not. And I don't want to build it up too much. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, I, I still I have to <laughs> sit
4: on
6: that. <laughs> um, it's but, a fun theory, but I do think it's just because the name a, of the ship—that's why they focused on her. It's just a class of ship that—that's
1: their pattern of naming things. Oh, it's like the mm-hmm. Yeah. Mary. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. Um, and because of that, they and the in robots their, got screwy. Got screwy. From the Ion Storm. Yes. That's how they're I originally.
0: And they're like, right. well,
7: since the rest of the ship is human, the command needs to be human.
0: And then we need to get that brain that
4: belongs to the ship, which
7: is mm-hmm. Mount the
4: right. I like both theories. <laughs> so we, I like how mine creates a paradox.
2: <laughs> do we know what the ship's original mission was? Uh, I think
4: it was on a five
2: year mission. Seek out, <laughs> <to seek> out,
4: <laughs> I think they were to seek out uh, other uh, fish life.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure because the design just that of, these robots were able to create time travel yeah seems interesting. i think that's
0: also part of the ion storm it created this thing and then they were like oh we can do this but we need to like put more power into the engine to punch these holes through uh, yeah, time i think
4: it was just the, the 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 robots or the ship's way of trying to figure out how to fix itself
1: yeah also one thing i just looked up just because i wanted to confirm i couldn't remember it um uh, later on we will actually see reference to the ss marie antoinette Oh yeah, which also has clockwork droids, oh. so but not as effective, not as effective. No, but it's just the pattern of naming ships of that
0: class. Mm-hmm. Um, just throughout this episode, the lighting is very colorful. I like the contrast between the shades of color that they use. It's very cool, I like the blues when it's, it's all night for blue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then when the light comes on from the fireplace, it's very yellow and bright. I don't know I like that stuff. Especially when she go with that the crane shot when he's resigned to living in France in 1700. he The crane shot goes down and it's very like purpley and blue. And then when they go into the room, again, it, it's, it's just a motif that I've noticed with the color palette. It's very cool.
7: Also in this episode, um, it just makes me sad that he wouldn't go back to visit her before she died. In the TARDIS just to like give a dying woman like her last wish. Yeah. Like just to see him one more time. Like it really wouldn't have been that hard.
6: Maybe he will. It's yeah. it another scene, like Kelsey said, yeah. that we have in our <laughs> brains that should have been in there.
3: Just, yeah, you make up that scene, Arlene. Your- <laughs> hey, oh, it makes me so sad. Because it's such
7: a yeah. depressing episode. Like, really. It's I don't know just if it's really
1: depressing.
0: Uh, no, I, it's
7: you, pretty you, sad. It's you, sad. You just, you yeah, just want, the, you just want the
1: Doctor to be in the TARDIS with... 32 other companions and <laughs> everybody, it's like, let's all have one big party and never say goodbye.
7: Yeah. Well, it, you know, some companions need to go, <laughs> <laughs> Like, but you know, just, you know, just to say hi and say mm. like, Hey, I have this power going back and forth and do something.
3: No, it's forth. a good question. Like why didn't he, and it was, mm-hmm. you know, based on our conversation about last week's episode, um it was hard um not to be influenced watching this episode and a line that I noted for the first time is when King Louis is talking about how he she left you or no he's telling the doctor about how she's waited for you and he says um she wished you would have visited again you know how women are and Jane um Sarah Jane pops into my head I'm like oh the doctor does know how women are now because Um, Sarah Jane confronted him about that in Mm -hmm. the last episode. And you could, I could, I was reading that mm -hmm. thought on the doctor's face of being like, oh, I do know. And then why did he go visit her again (laughs) then?
0: Interesting thing about that is that the episode School Reunion was actually going to be before or no, after Girl in the Fireplace. Girl in the Fireplace was originally going to be the second episode in the series. But then when davis read the script that moffat had written he said this is more experimental let's move it up so that's probably why there's also no torchwood reference in this episode so that could be where the disconnect kind of happens from what you just said
3: Uh, i don't know about the disconnect but yeah no like like cool. he I
0: had an, when he wrote this he had not known about school reunion yet is what yeah. i'm saying so,
3: yeah and yeah. i'm saying i'm totally as a viewer yeah. i'm totally reading this into this episode because i've watched school reunion and then mm-hmm. this one.
0: Oh yeah oh, like well,
3: i'm so- that's my own um audience um viewpoint as a viewer yeah. reading yeah. that into yeah. this episode
4: like so basically he just learned a big lesson about not leaving someone yeah. forever and then he just did it again
3: yeah, yeah. and it kind of hits you a little bit yeah. harder with that yeah
4: I thought it was a very interesting moment when he comes back and he's obviously heartbroken and Rose said, are you okay? Like she totally knew what he was going through. She yeah, got it. Uh-huh. And she and she wasn't jealous. She wasn't sad for herself. She was just like, she, she to, felt for him and yeah. asked him, are you okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everybody in that scene reacts great.
1: She asks yeah. him if he's okay. He says, I'm always all right. I'm always all right. And then Mickey says, he can read the cue. Yeah. And yeah, Mickey is just like, he needs some time. Hey, show me around. You know, Mm, and and Rose does. Rose isn't like, no, I'm going to stay with the doctor. I think everybody, yeah, just appropriately reacts to that.
7: And I think it's starting to sink in really with Rose. Like, no, this is, he is a lone wolf and I'm no way going to be able to infiltrate.
0: There is is no wolf pack, just a lone wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Big, Big bad wolf. Yeah.
7: Yeah. He is the big man wolf. <laughs>
0: <Not her. laughs> no.
5: Hello,
0: little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Take with that. We don't the rights. Moffat was inspired by the no- novel Time Traveler's <laughs> Wife, nice. so that's why he always meets Renette out of order, sort of. Oh, if you have, really? you can see that. Oh, I didn't know that. Similarity. That's actually, yeah. I got that connection. Yeah.
7: Which makes me sad, because at least in the Time Traveler's Wife, at the very end, like, yeah. he, she gets to see him one last time. You mm-hmm. didn't think of that. Throw in a little bit of the romance.
1: <laughs> no, men just it's like a to muffin. twist the knife. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, it also goes to the whole point that you are the loneliest man. You know, mm-hmm. the whole lonely thing. So,
7: so it's his fault that he's lonely.
4: It's well, yes, he needs therapy.
7: <laughs> we all need therapy. <laughs> oh yeah,
4: of course we do.
0: Mm-hmm. I should no. <laughs> <laughs> So would we
1: recommend this? Who would we recommend this to? I'll go first. Okay. Everyone. The <laughs> entire planet. Just have it on a constant loop on a channel
4: somewhere. Just let it play <laughs> over.
1: Girl over. on
6: the fireplace channel. Yeah. <laughs> Today's
4: schedule is... <laughs> During Christmas instead of the regular fireplace that they have on Netflix or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She'll just have Renette behind the fireplace. She'll walk around and she'll come back and she'll be older and she'll walk and come back. And... Uh,
7: it's 1727, so... You should make an app for that. Yeah. I'm sure people would download Uh-oh. it.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I love so, this episode. This is one of the best. So that is a who-new viewer for Brian.
2: Um, oh, after, uh, you know, just recently watching School Reunion and then this one, um, I'm going to not quite go for everyone, just the casual viewer. I don't know. This uh, school reunion was just really, really good. Um, and this is really, really good as well. But I, I just, after watching these two recently, I'm going to put school reunion a little bit higher. So I'm going to go with casual. Cool. My answer.
3: I think this episode is enjoyable for everyone. So that's the who knew
2: person. Or or a new <laughs> who, I think it's, it's either way. <laughs> new if somebody who hasn't seen any Doctor Who could watch this one.
3: And yeah, yeah. and and a diehard fan could watch this yes, one, yes, and a yes. casual viewer could watch this yes. one.
0: It's the same category. So yes. it's the yeah. everyone category.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this was
7: my first episode, and I think the only reason why I watched Doctor Who was because of this episode and eugene forced me to watch the rest of them <laughs> um no literally like he would come over put it on and sit down and make me watch it
0: and hold your eyelids open <laughs> before it drops in so this
7: episode
2: didn't <laughs> entice you to keep watching on your no, own no it
7: did and okay. then the other because i'm not a, like i like sci-fi but more of time travel but not the alien aspect you like of. the past yeah yeah so like historical stuff so It did entice me to watch it. And then I started watching other episodes. I'm like, nah, this is boring. So, um, but really love it. I would show this episode to my mom who hates (laughs) sci-fi. This is like, I don't watch things over again. And I think I've seen this episode maybe eight times. And I still enjoy every second of it. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, I agree. I think this is for someone who has never seen Doctor Who before.
6: Or loves it. I think... Show it to somebody. (laughs) Anybody. (laughs) This is a good episode. I like a lot of the episodes that are that melancholy or um, has a good emotional story. It has the ambiguity of what is right kind of thing. So this one does play with a lot of emotions, which is really great. I think it could be for a new new viewer Mm -hmm. and just to enjoy it. And everybody, I think anybody would like it. Cool, uh, for me as well. It would be a new Who viewer
0: just because of the um, the the feelings I got when Brian introduced this to me, and then seeing everybody else love this episode after introducing it to to them, and that beginning scene still gives people. Uh, the jump scares with uh, the guy, the clockwork man reaching from underneath the bed. Mm. So it shows that that's still effective.
3: I jump every single time. <laughs> I this that's what I mean. Many times as Arlene, and I jumped again. Like jump every time. Okay,
1: Auburn.
2: Uh, um, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just wanted I to be contrarian. That's that's it. That's it. Well, I will, we
3: can't can so I, I be all say, unanimous
4: though. So.
2: Everyone else was. Uh-oh. I'll These slightly agree dreams. with Albert
4: that, that I think the other one is slightly better to a brand new person. Yeah, but, but still, this one no. too. I'm just saying, well, do you maybe, think maybe that this episode he's... is a good
1: example of what Doctor Who can show? Tra- time travel, clever writing, interesting characters, <laughs> an emotional arc. Gender politics. <laughs> production value. Good music.
5: Mm
7: -hmm. future and past
1: (laughs) perhaps uh, a clever plot that you actually have to figure out and and come on that final reveal the final shot of the the ship with the SS Madame de Pompadour which just makes the whole episode make sense
2: Mm. well I I do think uh, school reunion is definitely for the more alien space spacey types absolutely and maybe, yeah, certainly, uh, someone who is more into period pieces, I might show them this first. But just, just, just my my initial reaction after watching both of them very recently. Um, it's hard to give for me to give "Girl in the Fireplace" the same ranking as "School Union."
4: Right, I, I think that's a really good uh observation though i think they are perfect pardon the fun companion pieces where for the more people who are more sci-fi they watch uh school reunion for people who are more romance novel you, you know it's 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 this one the girl in the fireplace but they they both do the same thing even character wise so you know, i think they're excellent examples of those two things yeah. so they're both
5: yeah
1: <laughs> i i, I they're not equal. disagreeing with you i'm thinking i'm just trying to see if i can Not you that's all all right i tried
4: (laughs) i just think it's amazing that like between the our our last episode and this last episode that and we've seen these episodes already and we've talked about them with each other uh, we could still have such a heated and 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 diverse conversation and i'm sure if we watched it again we'd have another conversation (laughs) yeah that's true uh some final thoughts that i had written
0: down is that this whole episode is tragic and that's what makes it great because like the f- most famous love story is tragic. Romeo and Juliet. They die at the end. Oh, so thanks I thanks c- a oh. lot. Really? <laughs> really?
5: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was going to read that next what? week. <laughs> but, they're, but they're
4: real old when they die, though, right? Sure. Oh, oh, <laughs> they live a long life
3: together uh-huh. on the slow <clears throat> path. Well, that's okay.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: nice. So the whole episode of, like, the doctor falling in love and not having that... Um, resolve and then even Renette not having that resolve and then Rose not having her love for the doctor not resolve and so it's just a whole bunch of disappointments but yet this episode is great. Mickey does all right. He does okay (laughs) and if this is an episode that you watch and you don't like I don't think we can be friends and that has happened to me I cut people out of my life because of this so.
3: Uh, I have a question. Yes. I I have a question for our viewers. Okay. So okay so um I mean Eugene can still wrap us up, but I'm interested to hear from you guys. If you, um, going back to, uh, the moment of Rose crying after the doctor severs the connect, the time connection, the window or whatever, do you agree with Frank that she is crying because she didn't think the doctor would leave her so soon? This is Rose thinking the doctor wouldn't leave her so soon. Or do you agree with Arlene that she's crying because the doctor chose Renette over... Um, Rose. So.
0: Good. So let us know. Email us at who at gmail.com. And, <laughs> <laughs> and
3: uh, <laughs> Frank would like to arm wrestle or over that question. So, so, your, your so they don't have to arm wrestle.
0: <laughs> so let us know who you think would win in an arm wrestle. I mean, it's our... <laughs> <laughs> So that wraps up The Girl in the Fireplace. Join us next time when the future becomes the present.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Who Knew? Our wonderful theme music is by Michael
2: Grady. You can find his work at theuniverseexplodes.com. You can find this show in several places.
3: Follow us on Twitter at Who Knew Podcast. Subscribe,
7: review, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: Or our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast.
6: All of our episodes are
4: on whonewpodcast.com. You can leave comments there or email us at whonewpodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is inspired by Doctor Who.
3: The longest running sci-fi
7: show in history. And especially the revival spearheaded by Russell T. Davis.
0: Thanks to Russell. Sydney Newman. Verity Lambert.
7: Ron Grainer, And
2: all those involved in the adventures of our favorite Time Lord. Your work continues to inspire and entertain.
5: <laughs> Sorry? Sure. that? Yeah. Did you get that? I had to get
2: that out
0: before I continued. After a moment,
5: the wait, doc- wait, wait, wait. Oh, I- <laughs> <them> jump in. <laughs> we're, we're gathering <laughs> our thoughts. We're, we're looking to see
6: okay who wants to go first. I looked <laughs> look up.
7: Not long enough.
1: I was emotional, alright? I was taking a moment.